So funny. So funny. How long do you have to have that cast on? Well, cheers to your leg. To my leg. Honestly, I'm like the boots kind of sick. You like it? I'm like, well, it's like I'd like I'm I'm happy to be walk be able to walk. You know. I don't understand. Okay, so listeners might have seen a tweet on the Mean Rad's Twitter that said that Eve had broken her foot. It's true. Um, I just want to know, like, exactly, like, how it happened. I was, I finished a really, really nice day at the beach, and then I was just walking into my house, and I was wearing sandals, and I just, my foot rolled, like, sober, sober. My foot rolled where, where, where pavement meets grass, and there's a little bit of a dip. And your foot just snapped? Bone snap, baby. But I didn't think was that bad so then I just like then I started drinking and then I got less bad but then it got really bad <laughs> once I sobered up <laughs> oh yeah you know what actually I've been having a bit of a carry week in what um, way I went on the back of a motorcycle the other day and everyone was really mad at me for being on the back of a motorcycle because they thought I was gonna get coronavirus and I was like I don't understand how I could get coronavirus because I'm like in a helmet and it's like in the wind and it's like mad well people were just like why aren't why are you in close contact with another person and I was like this person I know and um he also lives alone and in fact I'm actually adopting him into my bubble Fabulous. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's up in the air, but that's what I said. <laughs> you'll, let, you'll let them know when you when you know. You know, um, yeah, I was kind of underwhelmed post-motorcycle ride. Oh, I'm just kidding. Because of him or the motorcycle? Um. Well, the motorcycle was, like, very carry. I literally thought he, we were going for a joy ride. In my mind, you know, for me, like, a joy ride means, like, the windows are down. We're putting on some music. You know when me and you are in the car. Totally, yeah. And it wasn't um, like that. I, I like went outside. I was in like my new floor length Gautier mesh dress. Oh, you weren't. Yes, I was. And I like go outside. I can hear like this like outside my apartment. And um, yeah, so I was like, I thought you had your truck. And he was like, you said a joy ride. And I was like, okay. And he was like, put pants on. And I was like, okay. And then we went on like a small ride, but I kept slipping off the back. You know, like when you're like, I don't know if you know actually, but um, yeah, there, there was no thing in the back. Oh my God, Kyrell's here. Kyrell. Okay. Kyrell. Hey, Marlo. Hi, Eve's Hi. here too. Hi, Kyrell. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Are you not going to do video? No, I'm not going to do video. I'm so sorry. God damn it. (laughs) Now it just has like this big Kyrell Grant thing. Like I'm here. I'm just not, I'm not (laughs) doing video. (laughs) It's fine. I understand it. Eve also wishes that she wasn't able to do video. I've been, I've been obviously like trying to pluck my eyebrows myself and I'm just realizing right now (laughs) they are so fucking uneven. (laughs) Sometimes I notice too, like even when I do video on like a laptop uh, or a tablet, I think it's just because the way the lights in my apartment are situated, there's like a lot of like weird backlighting. Like, uh, like something isn't right. <laughs> you know what? I so learned. Jealous. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Marlo, I love you so much. Um, okay, you know what? We'll work with this as a okay. as a format. <laughs> um, so you know what I learned how to do, Eve? I learned how to thread my eyebrows. Really? That's hard. I, I watched a TikTok. Honestly. Oh, damn. So Marla, you're it, so active on TikTok. I am, I am active on TikTok. I am writing a piece about TikTok, apparently, soon for The Baffler. But we'll talk about that oh, later. Oh, amazing. Um, so we didn't even do the introduction. We like went in because we were talking about Eve's foot and we're doing all things. So... Welcome to a new episode of The Mean Reds. I'm Marlo. I'm Eve. And we have I'm a special Car- guest today, Kyrell. 
Hi, everyone. Tyrell is a, I don't even know, a, a, a woman about town. Uh, a, I would say like a, how do you call it? A comedian, a Twitter comedian. <laughs> um, you know, we talk, she's had so many different accolades, one of which, um, which I'm sure we'll touch upon is the, um, the, I know, Kyrell doesn't like talking about, the, I mean, like, she thinks it's, like, really weird and annoying, like, the, the BDE, the BDE invention. My, uh, my legacy. Your legacy, Kyrell introduced the term big dick energy into our popular culture lexicon, um, and she never looked back. <laughs> I, still, I still use it once a day. I'm not kidding. Amazing. <laughs> That's all I want to hear. You know, I, I, love, today. <laughs> I love seeing the protest signs that say racism is small dick energy. Um, yeah. I know some people are like, we shouldn't create a big dick, small dick binary, but I'm just like, please let us have this one thing that brings us a bit of joy and laughter in these coronavirus times. We can talk about gender essentialism later. Honestly, okay, those tweets, I can't. I can't read. Firstly, so <laughs> you and I would love to talk about Kyrell. You know, like in this, in these um, turbulent times that we live in, when um, me and Kyrell are part of a very elusive group of, um, we're almost like the the cool anonymous kind of, um, <laughs> where we. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Oh, Where sure. we um, we uh, plan a very loose plan, almost like a casual plan of attack on certain people and businesses um, to donate funds um, to to push them to really look within their corporations and uh, fix the problems here. And because of this, um, this. Vigil would we call it vigilantism? I don't know. Sure. Because of this, we are, uh, I don't know, Kyrell has escaped uh, a lot of the, the criticism that unfortunately I have been at the brunt of, which is fine. Well, I think that people just like, I feel like people just block me instead of, they're like, I don't even want to engage with this person. <laughs> I'm just going to block this person. <laughs> For me, I feel like it's like I, I become, uh, I don't know what it is. I think it might just be because I'm a little bit like, I think it's because I actually have, I'm really on video all the time. So people like are like, think I'm like so familiar that they can just like, they like know me or something. Super weird. It's fine. But anyways, you know what? I mean, I do also think it is a classic case of people being mad at a hot girl. Oh, thank you, Kyra. And then so I think I have to like, say it. And it I wasn't going to be like, me. <laughs> well, I think, I don't know. I feel like people look at you, there's like a stand-in for like, oh, like hot people I've hated in the past. And it's like, I'll just, I think it's projecting on you a lot. But I feel like, I don't know, I, I sense a weird resentment behind like, you know, some of these people leaving mean comments about you or like trying to attack you or attack your values uh, when like they really don't know you. So there's a sense of that. Like, I was talking to a friend of mine about this where uh, she's, like, completely inside the situation. She's like, yeah, I think these people are just mad because your friend's hot. <laughs> she's like, I think they're just mad at that. I've heard crazier think... things, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I think there's something there. I think there's, like, a weird, yeah, like, a weird resentment. You know, at the end of the day, you guys, like, <laughs> if anyone was built to handle this kind of criticism... I am here and I am, what did Fiona Apple say? A girl can roll my eye, roll her eyes and kill. That's all, that's all. That's, that's part of my power. <laughs> I know this. It's fine. So today we are talking about an amazing um, 2005 classic. Eve, where are you looking? It's so confusing for me. Gosh, where sorry, where I, have eyes notes, are. I have notes, I have notes, I have notes. I was just reading them. She Eve likes to double prepare for whenever because she knows I love that. notes, and then she's like, "No, oh, Carol, I don't. I don't usually prepare. I'm just preparing this stuff." <laughs> Can you show Kyrell your boot, please? 
Okay, hold on. <laughs> Wait. Wow, so Oh no, what happened? It's pretty heavy. I've been trying to do like exercises with it. <laughs> How did you hurt your leg? I was just walking. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just broke broke the bone. Oh my the gosh. Fifth, fifth met or whatever. Something like that. Anyway, it seems to be healing. So now you're ext- I guess you're extremely staying at home right now because yeah, honestly, I'm pretty. I've been pretty mobile. Okay, that's good. I just can't drive. So, you guys, my brother. So I'm at like I just came home for a few days, like home, home, and obviously, like I have my shower chair that I like. I have to sit in the shower. <laughs> and my brother was telling me how he got. He's younger, and he got stoned last night with his friends, and he comes into the bathroom. And he was like so confused. He forgot that I had come home, and he thought that like a scene person moved it <laughs> and I'm like didn't she like you know? <laughs> didn't she? oh my god oh my god I, I'm sorry for your I kind of like it like I might actually keep it like after the foot it's like kind of nice sitting down in the shower <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I do think that sometimes in the shower I'm like this is pretty good but like less effort yeah what would make this experience truly great is if I could just sit down for a little bit <laughs> This is what I'm saying. Well, I think because I've moved into a place where, like, I'm using a shower, not, like, a bath. Not like I love taking baths, but, like, you know, there's not the option of, like, okay, you can, like, soak in the bath. So occasionally I'm just, like, I would like to, (laughs) like, to not be. I'd be lying if I said before the chair, if I didn't sit in the shower, like, on the floor. Like, I did do that all the time. All the time. That's such, like, a, like, that's, like, um, something that happens in, like, the sad scenes of teen movies. (laughs) Yeah, they like are crying on the floor of the bathroom. Yeah, I do it every day. Every day. <laughs> We're finding out so much about Eve on this episode. It is wild. Um, so before we go into the amazing 2005 classic Hitch, I'm going to read you guys a Reddit relationship post. Oh, exciting. I've read some truly zany ones semi-recently. Um, I think the one that stuck in one. The one that's stuck in my mind is the, the guy who, or someone who bought their partner home and it turned out their parents had, many years ago, had a threesome with this person. Oh, no. Mm-mm. That's stressful. I don't and they're like, And they're like, how do I navigate this? And I'm like, oh, I have no advice. I'm <laughs> just leading just the post. Back out the door. You would just, you couldn't, you couldn't navigate it. Yeah, I feel like that's just the situation you're like, you know what? I got to take the L. Like, I can't date this person anymore. It's over? It's over. Um, this one, I feel like it's pretty unique. Okay. <laughs> they're, all, they're all so unique. This one must be crazy if you're describing it like that. Like, they're all so unique. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. I, 34 male, have been dating my fiancé. 31 female for almost five years now, and she's always been a bit weird about her parents. I've never met them, and I think she's only really seen them once or twice since we've been dating for holidays. Well, she just told me now they want to meet me, and I said, okay, but she also said she told them I own a successful theme park, and they want to meet me there. What the fuck, right? (laughs) So apparently... My fiance said when she told her parents we were engaged, they didn't give their blessing, which upset my fiance. I was never told about any of this at the time. I did notice her kind of upset for a few weeks, but she said it was because she stopped drinking soda. Different issue altogether. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, her parents are big theme park lovers. So in order to convince them to be okay with our marriage, my fiance lied about me owning a theme park. She said that when her parents heard that, they started to get interested and wanted to know more about me. Before that, they only ever asked what my name was, how tall I was, what I weighed, etc. But really, what they were interested in was the theme park. So my fiancé made up a bunch of insane stuff like it's the third best park in Ohio. (laughs) And it's volcano themed and the roller coasters have food in them. And now her parents want to go to the park and meet me. Seriously, it's insane what she said, but she said she didn't know what else to do. Thankfully, coronavirus has let her keep pushing the date back, and the riots helped a little. 
now that things are reopening and we haven't set a date, she said they're starting to think I don't actually own a theme park and will once again remove their blessing from our marriage, which my fiance cares so much about. I don't know what to do. Do I just have them meet me at a theme park I don't own and lie? Do I just force her to tell them the truth? Do I look into renting a theme park? Is that something you can do for a weekend or something and fool them? I love my fiance, but feel like this is so much to put on me. Thanks for any help. <laughs> well, he, the, the fiance, she has to come clean with the parents. Here's the thing. She could have gotten away with just lying about him own, owning a theme park, but she like went into specifics and really fucked them over. Okay. She could have just said he owns a theme park end of story and then like he could have taken the six flags and been like yeah i'm the owner this is mine (laughs) and then like never revisited it but she she kind of screwed things up by being like oh it's like this is what's going on with the theme park so she has to untangle that mess on her own (laughs) truly and like he's being almost too okay with it in my opinion i'm like curious i I mean i don't know if i missed it but what does he actually do is it like a thing where it's like any profession other than owning a theme park would have been not acceptable because like, he what? does. I don't know. It wasn't mentioned in the post, but well, like, does he do something? In, like I don't understand. Like it's is he does he do something? Yeah, I think it's just that the parents like. I feel like the parents like only like theme parks. I just it's think a, that's. <laughs> do you want to be marrying someone? Do you want to be marrying into that family? <laughs> yeah, I'm like this family sounds like insane. I feel like this yeah, dude like, should realize he doesn't need to coast on their approval. They're and clearly also, unhinged. Getting married and not have, like, being engaged and not even having meet, like, met the parents once. Like, isn't that, like, wouldn't that be like five huge- years? They did it for five years. It's a really long time. A huge red flag. A huge. Yeah. Flag. <laughs> I heard you. I heard you. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I think that she needs to tell the parents, like, hey, I'm sorry, but I lied because I thought you know, you would only be impressed, you would only be impressed by a theme park owner, but, like, my, my fiancé is not a theme park owner, he just has a regular job. (laughs) Regular Joe, you know, he's just out here doing not theme park stuff. Why would you have food on a roller coaster? That doesn't even... Yeah, that's where she lost me. I was like, you're making up stuff that is not logistically even sound. I don't want to eat on a roller coaster. Volcano themed? No. Yeah, I'm like, come on. Googleable? No. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, do her parents not have computers? (laughs) No, these people, I don't think, know how to use computers. No. And also, just him touching upon the whole like soda thing. Like, I just feel like maybe this person is a little is the child of this family. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to know more about the whole like stop drinking soda. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about that. I like, like, I'm kind of zany. Like soda pop or like soda water? Because like I can understand like really wanting soda, um, soda water, but soda pop, I don't know. That's such a Midwest thing. Which that, I, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in your life if you're an adult who has to restrict your soda drinking. Something's happening there. This Something's going on. A bit unhinged. They're a bit. They're a bit cuckoo for, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, So yeah, maybe if it doesn't work out, like, I don't know if he would be, that'd be such a huge loss. How much if it doesn't work out, how much is he never going to a theme park again? Like, how much is that just going to be such a triggering thing with life? (laughs) (laughs) He will never, like, when he gets remarried and has kids or whatever, like, you want to go to the theme park? He's like, no way, kids. (laughs) (laughs) God. Not doing that. You know what's sad is that the the ex this year is like a hundred percent canceled. That is sad. I haven't been to the ex in quite some time, but I again yeah. I like the option of going. I like you yeah, know, let's I go like to the ex. It. Especially you know I mean? in my area. Because everyone's always like kind of like milling about, people park around here, which is yeah. cool. I don't know. But like it's like kids and families and you know what my favorite is? Teenagers on dates going to the ex. Just the background, the X in Toronto is like a fair that comes around like about a week or two before school starts. So it's like the last hurrah of summer, all the food at the fair, the specialty foods, 
Yeah, I worked at the X one summer in the food. Food's bill- yeah, we were. Oh I worked in the place where they would do a bunch of deep fried stuff. So like all the deep fried, deep fried chocolate bars, corn dogs, deep fried Oreos. Um, did a deep fried ice cream bar, which is actually quite challenging because we like they kind of just tossed us in this food booth and didn't give us any real direction. <laughs> and we had to figure these things out on our own. Like initially when you deep fried the ice cream. That's like a safety hazard. I mean, I did I also like I started working there and I didn't have like the food safety. They hired me super last minute and I didn't have that food safety thing. And there was a day where like an inspector came and I was like on my break and then my boss found and was like, do not come back to the food pavilion. They're doing food checks. Just like go home and we'll pay you for the rest of the day. This isn't your fault. Um, they, they did another surprise inspection and I had to like literally borrow the food safety pin from a friend of mine at like the fucking like wing stop tent. It was like wild. <laughs> oh my God. No, deep frying ice cream. Have you ever had that before? It sounds good. I don't know. It was like, it was fun. just like what happened was like when you initially put the ice cream in like obviously hot oil, it starts to kind of melt and explode a bit, Ooh. which was not ideal we learned that you had to like double batter it almost like batter it fight for a bit take it out and then batter it again but again our, our bosses did not tell us that we had to discover it through experimentation <laughs> that's crazy like you just don't want to experiment with like hot flying oil no it was just like yeah a bunch of teens <laughs> we were literally bartering with the other food people for like weird stuff like there was a day where we gave them a bunch of corn dogs and like the chick from the like deep fried deep fried Kool Aid uh, booth gave us a bunch of deep fried Kool Aid. <laughs> Ew. Um, it's fine. It's it was literally like Kool Aid powder mixed with like this almost funnel cake batter and then deep fried into balls. It was like fine tasting. The deep Not fried bad. deep fried Coke yeah. was Coca Cola was much better. Mm. I think this is also the year they had those, like, donut sandwiches or donut burgers and a bunch of people oh, got yeah. food poisoning. <laughs> Cronuts? No, yeah. it's like the burger, like the burger. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was like a burger made with, like, kind of almost a Krispy Kreme donut. I don't think I'd be, like, surprised if I ate it and got sick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, again, like, I'd be like oh, this feels exactly like what <laughs> I thought was going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, not to expose the X like this, but I feel like the food safety standards were quite lax. Like, it's a bunch of, like, reckless teams <laughs> crammed <laughs> together. Through the magic of it. Yeah. Um, let's briefly touch upon the, the, milk, the milkshake, Shake Shack, um, cop fiasco. Did you hear oh, about that? No. A bunch of, like, I think it was, like, in the middle of the night or something. I woke up really early in the morning, and I saw these reports being, like, the NYPD is reporting that the Shake Shack poisoned four officers with their milkshakes. And then, like, four hours later, it was, like, update. We've investigated, and no Shake Shack employees have been, <laughs> have been are, like, are, like, guilty of anything or whatever and like all the jokes on twitter were like they, they literally just had like diarrhea or something like yeah, the cops like, were like people poisoned us <laughs> well it's like the, not like, the first incident with like the cops i just like i think about something something i think about all the time is that cop who like bit into his burger or like egg mcmuffin or whatever and he like accused the employee of do like tampering with his food then like yeah the next day he's like oh i bit into it myself and forgot it's like they don't have brains or something. <laughs> um, and even that video, there's a video today released of, like, a cop on her, like, she made the video herself, like, on her TikTok or whatever, like, getting very emotional about how she went to, like, McDonald's and ordered, a, like, Egg McMuffin, and, like, she didn't get it. Like, they just bought her coffee and forgot to get for the, and she's, like, on the verge of tears talking about this, and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> She thought that they, like, didn't make her Egg McMuffin because she was a cop? Yes, and then, like, near the end, she's like, I didn't even actually want the Egg McMuffin because, like, they're probably, like, they probably tampered with it. Like, she's, like, you know, lightly accusing the McDonald's employees of, like, trying to poison her. Um, also, another thing that, like, is crazy about this video, she, like, talks about the fact she did pay for the food this time, which really implies that, like, usually she doesn't expect to have to pay for food um just the entitlement 
free stuff all the time. I don't understand. Just the weird line. She's like, no one's like thankful for cops anymore. And I'm just like this weird entitlement. I'm like, hey, you're doing your job probably not well. Like, why do you expect thanks for that? We're all doing our job. <laughs> Leave us alone. Everything I've ever seen has been like a bumbling, like literally just like bumbling around, like no, like no idea what's going on, like jumps to conclusions, like has no sense of logic from like one to like no, like able to like, not able to like make one, like step one, step two, step three, like not able to function in that way. Yeah, there's a tweet going around that was kind of like the people at the Queen and Spadina McDonald's have better de-escalation yeah. training than cops. And it's true. I think anyone who's worked true. in customer service or retail would be better being cops than most cops. Yeah. Actually, all cops. <laughs> a door girl at the, in the any, any city's club district has better de-escalation. Yeah. Like, literally... <laughs> If you've dealt with, like, an irate customer, like, you already, that's, that's better training. <laughs> You're better equipped to be yeah. a Um, let's get into the movie. I'm so excited that Kyle Yay. is here to talk to us about Hitch. We've been wanting to talk about this film for so long. Yeah, you know what? I actually, weirdly enough, had never watched Hitch before. What? <laughs> really? Yeah, um, it's funny, too, because I... Like, I enjoyed these actors separately. I, re- I distinctly remember when it came out in theaters. Um, I don't know. I never watched it. And I did watch it for the first time. And it's delightful. I can't believe you've never watched it. It was such a part of my, like, I don't know how old I was in 2005. But it was part of, like, the canon for me. Well, watching it, I'm just like, I don't know how I did not watch this sooner. Like, I just felt really stupid. I'm like, why didn't I not just watch this movie? <laughs> It's still my go-to for when, like, I get home and I can't fall asleep and I want something safe. Like, it's, like, <laughs> safe. I don't know why. Because I just know what's going to happen. I don't know. Like, Will Smith is kind of safe for some reason to me. Will it's Smith fit- is, like, charming as ever. Yeah. 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 You know what? It kind of, like, to me, it falls in the kind of candidate of, like, how to lose a guy in 10 like that yes like yes. kind of the brightness of the movie is something i really enjoyed when watching it yeah like how to lose a guy in 10 days or like 13 going on 30 where like everything is just very like bright yes um and there's just yes very very charming leads also like around the same era i think that those were yeah the only films that came out of that era that were worth their worth their our time to be honest Mm-hmm. Yeah, the early, I missed the early aughts era of rom-coms, uh, which oh, is something yeah. I've talked about. I find myself talking a lot about, like, especially in quarantine, because when I watch, yeah, when I'm watching movies right now, I want them to be, yeah, like, comforting and uplifting, and I want to feel safe, which is like, why I find myself watching all these older rom-coms, and I'm kind of like, why don't movies like this get made right now? It's it, It's like... It's, I don't understand why it's so difficult or is it, like, hard to get money for these types of films? I, yeah. I just, like, you have a rom-com, you have two attractive leads with, like, good chemistry, you know? Like, there is, like, a B-plot with, like, also some charming people in that. Like, what is so hard? What is so difficult? There's not a dearth of attractive people right now, you know? There's not a, you know... They're not unavailable. <laughs> like, why Why not? I don't understand. I, it's almost, where'd she go? She left. Uh-oh. Tyrell, come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Let me just quickly call my aunt while we're waiting for Guys, hold on a second. I'm on. I'm recording my podcast. Um, you just put free, and then I will tell my publishers that your name. You're my aunt, and then they will just bring the books to me. I get it. <laughs> you said put zone ten. It's in zone ten. You're totally confusing. I. I don't think you even went through the buying process because you don't know what I'm talking about. I do know you're talking about. <laughs> Then just yes. put, pick it up. Fine, you pick it up. 
They'll bring it to me. It's fine. I anymore you know you can buy my book on am you can pre-order on amazon but like that's just like we don't want to do that so like let's not do that yeah it's not hard right kyrell kyrell no it's no not hard to order a book <laughs> i cannot wait to tell people to order this book off of flying books not amazon yes. oh my god so as we were saying before, uh, Kyrell was going over the fact that she'd never watched Hitch before, running over those great, beautiful comedies of that time and how quarantine has been quite difficult. And we, we watch these films to uplift us during this confusing time. Yes. I love it. Um, so Hitch is a perfect movie. Um, there are just so many good beats in it. There are. And Will Smith is very charming. Will Smith. And there's comedic timing. There is. I like that it's a romantic comedy. Like, you know how the are yes. rom-coms and it's like, you know, it's like, a, it's just, that's what you're just calling it, but you're not laughing. There's romance, but you're not laughing. Like, yeah. yes. The whole scene there's like a good anaphylactic shock. Like, I was laughing. Anaphylactic <laughs> shock? Yeah, I, I felt for him with that. Like, that's, that's, that's some heavy duty shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I, there's such a good balance between the actual physical comedy and the comedic timing of Will Smith, and then like the actual, the chemistry between him and uh, Eva Mendez is like quite good. And I found that they gave just enough Kevin James to keep it funny, so that it wasn't too mm-hmm. much Kevin James to not be funny. Yeah, a very yeah, like under like almost pulled back Kevin James. Yeah, uh, I I appreciate it. I like it. Yeah, me too. And I enjoy Kevin James. I watched I watched King of Queens, you know. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> there's a time there's a time and a place for Kevin James. It's true, it's true, it's true. I was thinking about this. I feel like before this, that kind of like those Netflix generation felt like those kind of like I'm gonna call them fake rom coms, but they're like kind of rom coms, like set it up and Yeah. What was the other one that we talked about? Oh to all the to all the boys I loved before, we didn't talk about that one. No, we that? didn't talk about that one. That that to me is more of a teen movie. But um, yeah. the one with that has Keanu Reeves in it, Kyrell, do you remember? I'm so the is it the it's the one with the wine tasting, the wine tasting one, not wine tasting, the like vacation one with him and Winona Ryder. Not both that like movie. Guests? That movie is so bad. Destination. Mm-hmm. Some of you. Oh my god! I'm so I'm still so angry about how like not good it's how? just like how the fuck did you yeah. fumble the bag you have like these two people fucking can reeves and you're just like oh i'm gonna make a bad wrong like why i'm so, so angry about it i'm so upset i wish it was oh, like which we one? saw the trailer and it actually like was a good movie you know what i mean like the hope the, the amount of like elation that came when you saw the trailer and then and then when it oh, finally came out, you were like, mm, mm-mm, no, a bad one. Okay. We talk about the fact so, that Destination Wedding is bad a lot on this podcast. We just... It was just so disappointed. I was so, like, looking... Oh, are you talking about how, like, Be My Baby or How to Be My Baby? Always the rom- Be My the rom- Baby? Always Be My Baby. Yeah. Is that the one you were talking about? Is that about? what it's called? Yes. Always Be My Maybe. Yeah, Always, Always Be My Maybe. Be my maybe. Yes. So weird. Uh, Another one that just did not hit. In my that's opinion. the thing though the scene with Keanu Reeves was like the highlight of the film it was so good yeah like those 15 or 20 minutes where he showed up yeah when they go back to the tell amazing and then the rest of the movie was just so yeah like a, a letdown too weird um, it's too much I find that um like what works with like and I guess what we were talking about when I brought up those films was also the fact that those had like two non-white leads 
And like before those movies came out, I had always been like, isn't it weird that there's not been another movie with like two non-white leads since Hitch? Mm-hmm. And it was like a span of like 10 years or something where it was like mm-hmm. a mainstream movie like this. Because I know that like, let's say like, um, like, I don't know. There, there are like other movies that are like kind of like rom-coms that were kind of like black rom-coms that were made that were like like the best man and what is it called the best like mm-hmm. the, is it yeah. what's it called the one the holiday like the one that's like the sequel to the best man it's best man and best man holiday yes and yeah and then there's like the film last holiday yeah. mm-hmm. um but did you guys read anything about how Hitch like they didn't want to cast is that part yeah. of your notes do you want to do it? do you want to do it Eve. Yeah, so basically, and then let me just get my notes here. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so basically in an interview, um, Will Smith said that when proposing the film, his studio, like the studio bosses were nervous if it was a black and a white couple because it might offend U.S. viewers, but that if it was an all-black couple, um, that it would, like, Nick, like what's it like, called kind of become like 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 the best man yeah. like, like a black rom-com yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly um blah, blah, blah. and yes and they kind of settled on this as like a happy medium but I found it interesting that while like uh, sorry I don't mean to just dive in but I found it interesting that given that this movie is like kind of an anomaly in terms of the way it was casted mm-hmm. um they continuously talk about like you know, the difference between the sexes and all that kind of stuff, but it never comes into like the script or discourse about their race. Like it never, that never comes into play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's not like anything that's ever touched on by the characters. Yeah. But they like, to- which I like. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm kind of like, like the thing I find it is kind of like, um, I've been finding annoying about, um, certain movies. And I think this happens more often than not with like, kind of like this new trend of like these um I guess like Asian American stories where Mm -hmm. it's like very like I don't know there's this weird like way of viewing like the the um Asian American experience that seems so like twee or like foreign and twee that has has been like coming up I don't know Kyra if you like agree with me but it's like it's like kind of like there's always like an old grandma that like has like old recipe. You know what I mean? Where it's like <laughs> story about the weird ele- like that element of like the otherness of like this is yeah like the otherness of the generations past and like kind of like reckoning with that and then like like being like but I'm like Asian American I'm like a new generation of this and it's like it's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, I guess my grandma's like more like more acclimated than I am. <laughs> like, okay, like <laughs> she's like so. Uh, yeah, I can't. I think I'm not into that. I'd prefer it if we just ha- were able to have like people people who we had like diverse ca- casting that like we didn't necessarily like. Obviously, elements of like the way that these people live their lives are there, like racialized experiences. But I don't think it's like we have that has to be an element of it to define it as like this kind of rom-com like i just want it to be like a rom yeah when it's two white people you're not like they're not discussing it <laughs> my irish heritage you guys the, the the potato famine i will say i wonder like after this i don't know after the the discourse that's been so present um <laughs> it's gonna be a new era of like woke rom-coms it's like two white people being like yes we're going to the black lives matter protest together and we're gonna unpack we're gonna unpack this white privilege did anyone Can you read that refinery 29 article about i didn't get to it got t- it got taken down no it didn't fun of it is it still there i don't know but i sent it to the group chat so eve there was this there was this um refinery 29 article about how this this black woman who lives in the UK had like been talking to this white guy who's like blonde and blue eyed or whatever. And they've been talking, they wanted to go on a date with each other. And um, then the pandemic hit and then they had like kind of like dropped off and she got coronavirus, which is like a very glossed over element of the story. 
she was like, oh, like so annoying that COVID like took me away from my dating life. And like, I was like, (laughs) I can't even believe this. And then it goes into the fact that like, she was like finally recovered. And then she was like, okay, like, um, the guy, she like dropped a line with the guy again, kind of like kind of started up the conversation. And then she was like, oh, I'm thinking of going to the BLM protest. And he was like, oh, me too. And he was like, I'd be so happy to like see you there. And then they like meet each other by like recognizing each other's signs i actually yeah i the what i saw like maybe i should check the website again because i saw it been taken down but i just saw the pastor she was like oh like he has blonde hair and blue eyes and isn't that like quaint or whatever um then everyone was kind of like this is so dumb <laughs> it's just so funny and then i think there was something about being like the guy was like i like i see you or something i don't know it was I hear you. I see. I hear you. I see you. I'm like, t- I just like, Jesus. Okay. Is this man Joe Biden? I actually can't. I actually think there needs to be like a a small hiatus on like all um like this this era's literature until like we've all kind of grown a little bit. I can't listen or read anything yeah. about this time until we've all been able to like mature. <laughs> like, <laughs> or else it's like too it's like so cringe i i've got to read something like i'm not not that it's all bad but i feel like a lot of the writing about like dating and relationships right now i'm kind of like sure i guess like i just remember very early on in this that one woman who's like oh like i kind of dated a guy and he broke up with me via zoom and everyone's like whoa crazy that what happened and i'm like is it crazy though like what was he gonna do come to her place in person they also they don't like they two dates. Like text. what's the difference it's just like i was just everyone's like this is so fascinating like the world's first breakup over zoom and i'm like i'm sure someone's been broken up with over skype this is not a fact like no this is not nothing about this is fascinating like what's it between text it happens every day to be happens, yeah it's like this is not a common theme every day mm-hmm. what i was gonna say is that like what i remembered from when i was little watching hitch was that like, yeah, like, there were more non-white people in, like, the first five minutes of this film that I've, like, ever seen before. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, to be honest, like, I was thinking about this is like, you know, if, if ever me and Eve come under attack for um, any sort of criticism, just warm, just, uh, you know, just bringing you up to speed here, Eve, just in case we have to fight any trolls like, I would understand that there would be a criticism of us being like, oh, like, well, they aren't covering enough, like, um movies that aren't filled with white people and it's like show me some movies okay like <laughs> we can't we can't invent restart the industry from scratch here from our our little podcast we can't like what are we supposed to do um we can only put in our voices to say that if me if this the three of us were allowed to cast things would be different and grand hollywood look a lot better i think also this movie really reminded me that i love eva mendez eva i'm, I'm like where are you we need you we need you to come back to film no. <laughs> i'm sure that she's like she's having such a nice life though with ryan gosling and i know baby i was gonna say just hanging out with ryan gosling and they're probably very adorable kids is, for yeah. so long yeah and they're so private it's so nice nine years. i love that I know we know nothing about them, and that's that's great. (laughs) I love that for them. I know it's just like they don't have really. I mean, does Ryan Gosling have Twitter? Just neither of them are online, and that's that's the best. (laughs) They're they're um they're kind of just like so too famous, like you know what I mean. Like, and I like that. I feel like there's a type of fame. It's like Mary Kate and Ashley. Like they're too famous to have like yeah. regular or they just like reached peak fame like they've had it early on enough that they're mm-hmm. not interested mm-hmm. in like this like what it is now you know one of the things i wanted to ask you guys about was like the fact that like basically the idea of what hitch's job is is like it's like he's kind of like the 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 pickup artist with a heart of gold yeah you know I mean? like he's like <laughs> yeah. he's the nice guy oh, okay, because he lo- like 
it's like he loves women, but he also likes them. So like a lot of the things that maybe wouldn't be as forgivable when you just keep coming back to that, it makes it more forgivable. <laughs> I don't know, but watching it this time, I was like, there's some things that maybe I noticed a little bit differently. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I guess I, I still fucking love the movie. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think like it's fun, like he is essentially like a pickup artist, but like it doesn't like I'm more yeah more forgiving to his character like doesn't come across as so creepy and I think that's just maybe illustrated by the scene where that one guy is like oh I just want your services to like hook up this girl he's like no this is for people who want to fall in love only yeah like I have (laughs) how dare you nice guys only yeah he's like how dare you this is for men who want to settle down (laughs) with a nice woman get out of here I don't do that and you're like wow amazing (laughs) just his character you do believe that he is good like that he's like mm-hmm. trying to be like he like uh, maybe it's just because it's will smith like i don't know you just believe it <laughs> yeah inherently you're like he's a yeah. good person like he would never he would never never like misuse this talent for yeah. for nefarious purposes he generally wants these people to find find love with each other yeah yeah i agree what if you guys found out if like it only in retrospect though in retrospect you found out that someone that you had been with had actually like hired someone like Will Smith to help them get you. Distraught. I think you'd be distraught. You'd be distraught, really? Yeah. I don't like. I don't know. Like it seems like it seems just like then it wasn't. Nothing was like natural about it. Do you know what I mean? Like no, it just seems. Like, mm. I don't know. That that's how I think. Maybe distraught's oh, like overstating it. But I don't think I would be happy. I think I would be, I don't know, I feel like I could move past it. I don't know, like, with this, this whole thing, like, his whole deal, it's just, it's just the first three dates. Yeah, the first That he three. helps you with, and then it's like, okay. Yeah. Where I can see, like, someone is like, oh, like, I'm very socially awkward, or, like, you know, I just don't know how to approach this, like, this woman. Yeah. Like, I, just, I don't see the difference between, like, hiring someone like Hitch and say, like, talking to a group of your friends to like you know come up with ways mm-hmm. to interact with this person mm-hmm. um yeah yeah fair i think it's just like so trying to sorry go ahead sorry <laughs> no I'm just saying it's not like i like i would be more like i'd be upset if i like someone's like oh like i lied about this thing very early on in our relationship and i like manipulated you into getting together with that lie yeah versus like oh like, like, yeah more is like, oh, I think I, like, I need to go see, like, a matchmaker. I need to see, like, a person to, like, give me advice on how to, like, you know, to date you. True. I think I'm just thinking of it in that way that, like, sometimes the men aren't, like, themselves. They put on a show, so then you meet them under the pretense mm-hmm. that you actually know them, but then you kind of don't, and that would leave a bad taste in my mouth, but I guess that's not what you would okay. So I totally, I get like honestly, what's the difference between Hitch and like Hinge? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're like best foot forward on Hinge. And, yeah, like, you're like saying you're six two when you're actually five eleven. Oh, yeah. You know? that's like that's a huge lie. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that like just in terms of like my personal experiences, I would probably be like that was not worth the money because like I was still disappointed. Like what? <laughs> You know, I was yeah. thinking about this, like, throughout, like, the whole thing about, like, even, like, the idea of, like, dates and stuff, like, that, that hit, like, getting them to set up. I'm like, when was the last time someone was like, yeah, like, no, I have it all planned out for you. We're, like, doing this and this and this. And, like, that, that. I was like, like, the fact that, like, I'm, like, literally, like, why don't we just, like, meet at this corner, and then we can walk and see how we feel then. Like, totally. I can't stand it, honestly. I mean, yeah, I think, ugh. yeah, I think I feel like a part of me would maybe be like actually like lightly impressed if I was like, oh, this person, yeah, paid money to like figure out the yes. best way in which to like, you know, where to take me on a date or like what to do or like what activities I'm interested in uh, just because they wanted to be yeah present the best version of themselves or like wanted to be extremely sure like oh my god you got that it. you would have a good time 
I totally take back my answer. I totally take it back. That's <laughs> how you change people's opinion. Me and Kyrell now. I just like responded so off the cuff. But the more I think about it, it is kind of like nice and flattering that someone has like, like, like knows certain things about you and finds that attractive and then makes an effort to like really get to, like. Yeah, like someone really effort. wanting to yes. impress you and like. Yeah. You know, like putting, like imagine like someone, the guy being like, okay, like Eve really likes this like this food and like I'm gonna like learn how to make it or like I'm gonna take her to this restaurant or I'm gonna like do this activity with her that I like looked into and I know she likes you guys my like, hands are up I stand converted <laughs> you have turned oh my god I am converted okay. <laughs> the thing about what I think this is it's like it's like the idea of a man having some sort of initiative I feel yeah. the key here. It's like, it's like even now where we have this, like the dating profiles and whatever, like if you see me on Instagram, you can find out so much about me. Like, why aren't you using that for something? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. It's like, if I were a man and I looked at Marlo's Instagram, I'd be like, okay, well, like I'm going to buy Marlo a tiny purse because <laughs> I'm not a dummy. <laughs> You know, like, exactly. just do one minute of detective work to be like, okay, this woman likes this thing. <laughs> like, easy. Yeah. So easy. Um, do you guys think there's, like, a line, like, that it becomes, like, me like, like, if someone actually researched your family history online and then took you to, made you... Alice Island, and then... <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, that was, like, for, but do you think there's a line to, like, guys trying too hard <laughs> i've never experienced that before um i have to say because even like my most devoted fans when i've like kind of gotten really bored and i'm like you know what let's go for a drink they'll be like oh i'm so hungover or like i'm actually like i have to do something i'm like isn't this what you've been waiting for what is going on <laughs> <laughs> i think the line is like i mean for example, that, like, what, that Netflix show, You? Like, I think there's, like, for me, obviously, there's, like, a hard line of, like, very invasive, like, very yeah, invasive yeah. types of, like, like, essentially stalking. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> like, I think if you're, like, what, like, if I think if you're going to be able to find information that, like, someone has not put out on, like, say, a social media. Yeah. Like, I'm not, like, I'm a fan of, like, yes, I have lurked very far back on someone's Instagram. Yeah, like, I, don't, know what, I know what your aunt's name is. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I will say, yeah, very embarrassing thing. Back in the day, I went on a date with a dude and I looked really far back on his Instagram and he was like, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, my, like I had gone to his house and he was like, oh yeah, my dad has stopped by. And I think I was like, oh, you mean your dad, like his name? And then he was like, wait, like I've never <laughs> told you that. Classic. And I was like, ah, I think you have told me that information. <laughs> and then like quickly change the subject but it's like yeah I knew his dad's name because I'd just gone too far back on the gram um, but like that's not a crime we've all we've all we've all done that hey guys so that concludes part one of our episode on Hitch with our special guest Kyrell Grant at I'm Bob Swaggett we're gonna post part two so make sure to tune into that see you guys later bye